Hey friend, are you swamped with scheduling, bogged down by bookings, or overwhelmed with managing your social media? This message is for you. I would love to introduce you to my secret weapon, StyleSmart VA. This is a company of virtual assistants literally designed by hairstylists for hairstylists. I found them through an interview right here on the podcast, and then shortly after found myself booking a discovery call because I was drowning in administrative tasks and needed help. It's been a few months now, and I can't tell you how much my VA has changed my life. No joke, friends. I am such a believer in StyleSmart VA that I decided to bring them in as an episode sponsor here on the show. Listen, as creatives, our focus should be on the clients and our craft. And now that I have my virtual assistant, I can devote more of my time to exactly that. The beauty of hiring a VA through StyleSmart is that they come to you already trained and able to seamlessly step into your business. From managing appointments and client communications to handling your social media presence, StyleSmart virtual assistants free you up to concentrate on your clients. And that's a change your clients will notice and appreciate. I mean, can we say elevating your perceived value? So when you're ready to level up in your business and take some weight off your shoulders, head on over to StyleSmartVA.com and book a free discovery call today. You'll also find the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. StyleSmart VA, empowering beauty professionals to focus on what they do best. Hi friend. If you find yourself scratching your head, wondering why your salon career isn't what it should be, this podcast is for you. If you have general interest in topics related to hair care, health, and the beauty industry, this podcast is for you. If you want to feel empowered and in control about the future of your or your client's hair, this podcast is for you. If you find yourself feeling overwhelmed with the enormous amount of hair products available and have no clue how or when to use them, this podcast is for you. Friends, this podcast is where I attempt to use my expertise behind the chair to bridge the gap between confused consumers and the hustling hairstylists ultimately creating more great hair days for everyone. My goal here is to entertain and inform, maybe even delight, as you journey with me through the ins and outs of everything hair. Welcome to the Your Hair Mentor podcast, where I am your host and your hair mentor, Crystal Green. What is up? Happy hair day, my friends. I have a fun little sauna hair hack that I just did today (laughs) that I was like, I have to share this immediately before I forget. Um, So I'm crazy addicted to sauna right now ever since I did that podcast about it and I learned how amazing it is for your health. Um, I'm hooked. And then of course, with the addition of my Tijuana scalp tonic, and it's just so dreamy and like definitely self-care status. So anyway, I've been spending a ton of time in the sauna lately. And although I feel like I'm protecting my hair a ton with all these yummy things I use in it and do, um, my hair's been looking a little scraggly lately because here's the problem. I don't want to wash my hair every day. And there's been some times where I've been in the sauna like four days in a row. And so, yes, I know I am a disgusting dirt bag. I will let my hair dry 
after sweating in the sauna and just kind of like brush it out and fluff it out. Um, but really if my hair is not dirty to begin with, the little bit of sweat doesn't really do anything, but give it some like texture. Now, maybe those of you that are like super grease balls might not be able to do that. I tend to be more dry, kind of tight, itchy skin. So anyway, my hack I did today so I've been trying to find ways to be able to wear my sauna hair for a couple days in a row uh, without it just getting like kinked and weird because I tend to put it up in like a soft scrunchie or like a hair clip and it always just looks crazy when I take it out. So what I did today, check this out. So I went skiing this morning. I know it sounds like all I do is ski and sauna. I swear that's not all I do. <laughs> I happen to do it on the days when my husband's home because he's a fireman and my kids are in school. Okay, please don't judge. Um, I have plenty of hard days too. But today we skied in the morning, which means my hair was in braids, in like pigtail braids, under my ski helmet, under my baklava, getting all messed up and crazy. And so then we leave the ski resort, we go straight to the sauna, and I plop in the sauna and realize my hair is still down in braids. Now that's not terrible for your hair. It's actually a nice way to wear your hair because it's like protective, but having like fuzzy, fluffy, like messed up braids on your neck when you're sweating is disgusting. And so then I'm in the sauna, I'm like undoing my braids, but my hair's like kind of stuck in like a part down the middle because it got smashed like that from my helmet. And so I'm like, this is gross, but I've got two hair ties. So what I did is I twisted my hair up on the top of my head with like two space buns. I call them cinnamon roll buns because you kind of just keep twisting your hair until it rolls into a little bun. So I've got two of them kind of like at the tippy top of my head. And then I gently wrapped my hair ties around them because I had those like clear elastics at the bottom of my pigtails. And those were my only hair ties I had. And I did not want to tie those tightly on my hair while in the sauna because I didn't want to damage my hair. Okay. So I gently kind of tied them with my little clear elastics. By the time I got out of the sauna, they were like a little floppy, but once I got rinsed off, changed my clothes, I did not rinse my hair, by the way. Um, remember I'm rocking nasty sauna, dirty hair. I shake out my hair and I've got these like perfect ringlets. Now I know everyone out there has probably seen variations of like quote unquote heatless curls. Okay. First there was like the, um, robe, what's it called? The belt, your robe belt, where you'd like wrap that around with your hair. And then there were some of these like long styrofoamy kind of tubes that came out. And then there's like the Octa curl, which I tried. Um, now I've seen people do it with yoga pants, like yoga pants on your head to sleep at night. Anyway, heatless curls are a thing. Okay. I think the way I did it was so beautiful because my hair was wrapped up in these like twists in the sauna, which kind of set my hair, right? Cause it's hot in there and then it cooled before I took it out. So I've got these like bouncy, beautiful, they look like hot roller curls. It's incredible. So today was obviously like one day. I'm going to try this the next couple times I go to the sauna. I'm going to grab like my softer scrunchies with me so that I can kind of keep them in place a little bit better and not be worried about breaking my hair. But I think I'm onto something here. So I'm going to start like a, what is it? Sauna 
hairstyle hashtag or something, um, which could be really fun. So I will, you should, you, not me, come follow me on Instagram and I will post some photos of my sauna hair and tag it. Um, cause this is cool. And I feel like I'm not the only one, please tell me I'm not the only one that's wearing dirty sauna hair for like a couple days in a row. Okay. You know, it just, I don't want to wash my hair that much. And there there's dry shampoo and hair oils and all these things. And it's not like it's dirt. It's just sweat. Okay. It's like sea salt in your hair. It's not that big of a deal. So, um, that was the first thing I wanted to tell you. And the next is about a, um, listener question that I got that I've kind of been sitting on for a couple weeks because in all honesty, I am trying to get someone on the podcast that is uh, a specialist in this field uh, to get their like medical professional opinion because there is so much information out there. So I'm going to, I'm going to tackle this question to the best of my ability, but you know, obviously with the caveat that I'm not a doctor, I'm not a medical professional. I'm just a nerdy hairstylist who's seen a lot of hair behind the chair. Okay. So, um, this question I got goes like this, um, and I'm going to, okay. So this was actually from someone talking about her friend. Okay. So she's asking for her friend, not just like quote, quote, asking for a friend, but like literally asking for a friend. Um, but I'll leave her friend's name out of this. So, um, she says she hasn't had a haircut in over seven years. Her hair is significantly shorter now than it was in 2020. She's had some stress in her life, i.e. divorce, and said that once she started tracking macros and eating less healthy fat, her hair had more breakage. I guess I'm wondering this, if the average person's hair grows half inch a month and she hasn't had a haircut in seven plus years, why isn't her hair at least 42 inches long? So a little backstory here. Um, I know who this person is and, um, I've seen her hair in real life also. And, uh, she had a baby about three years ago. And so where are we now? We're in 2023. It was like maybe the beginning of 2020. I think that she had her baby, um, or maybe the end of 2019. I saw her when she was pregnant. Um, that's when I met her with this last baby. And she had this like thick, long, lustrous, shiny hair. And you can attribute some of that to pregnancy, right? Um, But I'd seen pictures of her from prior to that. And she always had like very thick, very shiny, pretty hair. So then post baby, it started to decline. Then she goes through a divorce. And then nowadays, this girl who has the, the hair growth issue is like extremely fit. She's lost a ton of LBs. Um, you know, she looks young, she looks vibrant, she's thin. And I know that she's done that from, um, dieting and exercise. She exercises a lot. Okay. So I do not think that this person we're talking about has taken any sort of diet pills or anything else that would be whack. Okay. We're just talking about healthy lifestyle and diet changes, but also some stress. So here's how I'm going to unpack this a little bit. Um, okay. So lots of things in my head are going on here. So when I see pictures of this person now, to me, her hair looks thinner 
then when I saw her and it was pregnant now, like I said, that could be just because when she was pregnant, it was feeling super thick because when we're pregnant, we tend to not lose our usual allotment of hair for the day because our body's in like storage mode. Okay. So our hair tends to grow thicker and longer because we're not losing as many of them. And our body is just hoarding nutrients and minerals because we're growing this like amazing human and it's fantastic. And then we have our baby and our bodies are like, bleh, get this off of us. And so a lot of us will experience kind of a like shedding period after having a baby It's completely normal. And even though I've told people this, I've seen it my entire career. When I experienced it with my first child, I thought I was balding and I was a little bit dying on the inside and kind of panicking, but I'm like, just remember Crystal, it's because you had a baby. So that's totally normal. Um, But in my opinion, her hair these days does look a little thinner than before she had her baby. Okay. Also, um, it's not gaining any length. So not only is it not thicker, but it's like getting shorter every month and she hasn't had a haircut in seven years. So here's what I'm going to say about this. Okay. Two things. One, if you haven't had a haircut in seven years now, also she's curling iron, styling her hair and flat iron styling her hair for sure. Just from a professional's opinion, the pictures that she posts online, That's 100% how that hair is being styled. I don't know if she's blow drying it, but there is heat being applied to that hair. Now, I don't know if prior to having baby, she styled her hair that way, but these days that's what's happening, okay? So she's heat styling her hair. I don't know if she's using heat protectant products or not. And in doing so, she's adding some damage to her hair. And if you're not getting a haircut for seven years, but you're heat styling your hair on a very regular basis now, you can almost guarantee that you're going to have some split ends that are going to be splitting up high, feeling dry, and just making the whole thing kind of break off and shrink up on you. So that's one aspect we're going to talk about. Now, the other one we're going to talk about is her diet. So I've seen this happen so many times where clients have gone on um, massive diets and lost like 20 to 50 pounds in kind of a short period of time, um, which is kind of what happened with this individual that we're talking about as well. Now, when we do that, we feel great, right? We're losing this like extra weight and um, it's almost like shocking, right? You wake up in the morning, you're like, I'm so lightweight. I feel like I could just bounce up and down easier on my feet. Well, that stress of losing the weight can also make you go through a hair loss shedding cycle. It's kind of the same thing as like when you have a baby different triggered by different hormones and things, but ultimately it's like a shock to your system. Also, depending on the diet that got you there, it could literally be nutritional deficiencies. This happens in people that have like eating disorders or that just decide to kind of starve themselves to being thin instead of taking in a proper amount of protein and fat and whatnot. Maybe they just eat like a bird and starve themselves until they lose weight. You're going to be deficient in the things that it takes to grow hair. And unfortunately, even if you think your hair is super important, your body does not agree. If your body has to delegate resources to, let's say, repair your intestines or keep your heart healthy 
or grow some hair, well, you know which one's going to get out the door first is growing hair. Hair is not important these days. Maybe back in the caveman days, it was important to keep us warm, but we've got like clothing that we wear now. So it's not something that our body deems as like necessary. So when resources are tight, hair tends to go to the wayside. So that could be part of the equation as well. I could, so let's recap that, package that up a little nicer here, Crystal. Um, so it could be literally lack of nutrition, right? Like your body is going, uh-uh, we don't have enough. Or you've lost a bunch of weight really quickly and it was kind of a shock to your system. But I will say if it was the one where you lost a bunch of weight really quickly and it was a shock to the system, your body will kind of recover just like it will after having a baby, you go through a massive shed and then you get this like super awkward grow in stage where you get all these little short hairs everywhere. We saw this with COVID also people that had COVID hair loss and it all like shed at one large amount. It all kind of grew in at one time as well. And so if you see hair loss or hair growth like that, that's usually an indicator that you had some weird shedding going on. And even people with like low thyroid will have this as well. Anyone who has thyroid medication, I guarantee has experienced this where they kind of go through like a shedding phase. Maybe you don't recognize it so much at first, but all of a sudden you realize you have all these tiny hairs growing back in all at the same time. And that's because you had some sort of dip in your hormones. It made you drop a bunch of hair and then your body recovered and all those hairs start growing back. Okay. So that's usually a good indicator that there's like hormonal fluctuations or like a massive stressor. But if you don't see that growth and I haven't seen that on her, like I did some light Instagram stalking. Um, and based on her photos, I can't see kind of the like stereotypical hairline growth coming back in, or like we call them the sprouts on the top that are like sticky uppy hairs everywhere. It looks like her hair is pretty much uniform, normal amount of hair. There's no shorties. So I don't think it's a hormonal thing going on. I think it might be, um, nutritional, Yes. Okay. Now the last thing I'm going to talk about is the divorce. That's also a huge stressor. So, um, one of the biggest reasons why when you go on like a huge diet change, um, and then you lose a bunch of weight, the reason you lose hair for that is not because of a nutritional deficiency per se, it could be, but it could also be because it elevates your cortisol levels. Cortisol is your stress hormone. And when that is high, things in our body get whack. Again, it's like your body goes into like survival mode and hair is not necessary. And so hair start shooting out of your head when your cortisol is high. And you can imagine going through a divorce is probably going to be stressful, probably going to elevate your cortisol. You're probably losing sleep over it. Um, you're probably doing some like not so great behaviors for your body and like your rest. So I would almost guarantee that that plays some sort of role in this. Um, I also just read something in our bodies called human growth hormone, which if you know, is really high when we're young, the name in itself tells you it's things are growing, right? When we're small and our bodies are forming and growing, human growth hormones is high. They're high. We have a lot of them. 
And then, you know, they help like our long bones grow. They help us grow tall. They help us grow big. People that have not enough human growth hormone when they're younger tend to be smaller individuals. They don't grow to their full potential. But all of us naturally, once we're done growing vertically, we tend to make less and less human growth hormone. And then as we get older, that's even more declined. And certain things like elevated cortisol, and this is a weird one, um, elevated blood sugar on a regular basis, which probably in turn elevates your cortisol now that I'm saying this out loud. So um, basically low-lying stress cortisol will jack up the amount of human growth hormone that you have in your body. Now, why is that important for hair? Well, to circle back, human growth hormone is one of the hormones in our body that is responsible for hair growth. Okay. You see low levels of human growth hormone when people have problems like, um, alopecia, which is like areas of your head that tend to shed. Although that's an autoimmune thing. Um, mostly it is triggered by autoimmune problems, but the human growth hormone is also low. So basically let's nutshell this when you're stressed, it makes your body do wacky things. And you know what? I've learned so much about this lately, not because of my research, because of my husband's research. Um, To get a little personal with you right now, my husband has done like he calls it going on a blitz. He's been on a blitz lately on his health because he got some tests back from a physical that indicated that something is kind of off. And so he now wears a CGM. So a constant glucose monitor, I believe is what it's called. And he has one of those aura rings that tests all sorts of things on a regular basis. It's like a Fitbit in a ring basically, but it tests like your sleep cycles, heart rate, all this stuff. He's had blood work done. And what we've come to realize is how significant cortisol is in your body, but also your blood sugars. And so, um, to bring this back around to where I was going, In his findings, we were talking about um, cortisol and blood sugar affecting heart health uh, because of the stress. Well, (laughs) your blood sugar is another thing that can trigger this human growth hormone. And actually, one of the things that can increase your human growth hormone is this, um, I guess it's a hormone that we produce in our body called ghrelin. And that is the thing that is produced when you're hungry. Like when you literally feel your stomach growling, which is so funny because as I'm saying this, I can feel my stomach growling. It's like a mental trigger is happening as I'm talking about this. Um, When you feel your stomach growling, you're producing things in your body that are triggering your body into being like, whoa, we need some food. Now, when you're in that state, it actually creates more of this human growth hormone in your body. And so if you're someone that's snacking all day long and just constantly fueling your body, never giving your body a chance to rest between meals, you might be messing up your HGH or your human growth hormone, and you might be hindering your hair growth. Do you see how it's all connected? I find this stuff incredibly fascinating. And this is why I want to get someone on that um, knows more about this and can help link it with words besides tummy growly growling words, (laughs) you know, Um, and maybe help like really paint a full picture of what's going on here. But from what I can gather, 
if you haven't got a haircut in seven years and you've been through a shit ton of stress and you've done some huge dietary changes into your body, I'm not surprised that you're not seeing massive amounts of hair growth. And so maybe get a haircut, eat some healthy fats to get those fats back in your diet to make your hair supple. And I'm just going to assume that maybe there's not enough protein being eaten as well. Uh, you have to, you have to have fat and you have to have protein to grow your hair. That's just a fact, like hardcore fact. If you omit all fat out of your diet, your hair will get brittle. If you omit all protein out of your diet, your hair will get brittle and dry and it will not be happy. So don't do that. Um, see a hairstylist, get a treatment, eat some food, take a sauna, do all the things. Cool. All right. I feel like I tackled this to the best of my abilities. And so until I get a specialist on here, I'll probably have to zip my lip because beyond this, I don't know what I'm talking about. I just know what I see. Okay. If you like these questions that I answer on here, I would love to hear it. Please go ahead and drop me a review on this podcast at the bottom of the episode. You'll see a little click for that little star rating there. And if you have any questions for me, I'm going to ask you to slide into my DMs on Instagram at your.hair.mentor. I will put the link in the show notes below, but that seems to be the easiest way to um, streamline everything. I'm always like switching up my emails on here and you never know where I'm going to check, but that is a constant. So um, slide into those DMs if you have a question for me and I will do my best to answer it on here or bring someone on that can answer it for me. Thank you so much, my friend. I always appreciate having you here and I hope you have a wonderful hair day and I'll see you next time. Okay, bye. Hey friend, Crystal here, and I've got something special for you that's too good to miss. Introducing the wildly popular Confident Conversations Bootcamp, where we unlock the three secret stylist skills that attract clients who pay. In just three classes, we'll transform how you communicate, connect, and turn every conversation in the salon into a formula for high-paying clients. It's not magic, it's mastery of words, presence, and the kind of confidence that turns heads. So why sign up? Because mastering these skills means more than just full books. It's about crafting a career that's as rewarding financially as it is creatively. We're talking quality clients who value your expertise and are happy to pay you for it. And the best part, it's completely free. You heard right. It's my gift to you, friend. So if you're ready to elevate your behind the chair game and attract the clientele you've always dreamed of, this boot camp is your first step. Spaces are limited, and trust me, friend, you don't want to miss out on this transformation. So head on over to www.yourhairmentor.com to secure your spot today. Let's make sure that your talent is undeniable and your chair the hottest ticket in town. Cheers to clients who pay and a career that slays. I cannot wait to see you at the Confident Conversations Bootcamp, my friend.